Hello, folks, friends, and fellow dumb, horny idiots. It's me, Tim. <laughs> I wanted to come on here and do some announcements before we start the show because March is going to be an exciting month. Why? It's because it's going to be filled with so many comedy events. And if you know me, I am first and foremost a hell of a funny clown. <laughs> well, not like a clown with the red nose and shit, but... Ugh, ugh. Uh, no, I'm a bit of a comedian, if you can tell by how awful I'm doing this intro right now. Uh, so March is going to be amazing, and all the episodes that I'm going to be releasing this month are going to be comedy, comedy-based. We're going to be talking about, you know, sex and dating through a comedic lens, and... I wanted to bring to your attention a lot of comedy stuff that's coming up here in Toronto. So we've got Laugh Sabbath and Adeline on Thursdays at the Comedy Bar. I love Laugh Sabbath and their lineup. Adeline is literally like audience participation, which is so fun. And then there's live stand-up at Absolute Comedy every Tuesday to Saturday. Oh, and then guess what? The legendary... Tom Green is going to be at Yuck Yucks Friday, March 10. And if you're not feeling like going to any of this, and it's more of like, oh, I'm funnier than these people, then you can take an improv class at SoCap. And I, what I love about SoCap is that they do both in-person and virtual. So that's amazing. And then last but not least, there is Sarah Silverman, who is amazing. She just finished her run on The Daily Show. And she's going to be here March 12th at Meridian Hall. So... Come and support live comedy. If you are like me and you are clinically depressed and sad all the time and just gloomy and need some help laughing, <laughs> then I think the comedy scene is for you because guess what? Every single comedian you know is also probably very depressed. So come have a blast with us. I'm probably going to be at some of these events. And if you see me around, say hi. And with that said, just about to start the show, I do want to say I'm sorry for my audio quality. I don't know what the fuck happened with my mic during this recording because I sound like I'm stuck in a tunnel. And I don't know what the fuck happened. Uh, forgive me, but I tried my best to fix it, and this is the best that I could come up with. Like I said, Sex Ed with Tim is not known for its professionality and high quality. This is all garbage, and it's your fault for listening this far into the show. So, thank you anyways. <laughs> so yeah, uh, support live comedy, support the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. It really does help the show. And yeah, I guess that's it. Without further ado, let's start the show. The Sex Ed with Tim podcast is recorded on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabeg, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people. 
We acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13, signed with the Mississaugas of the Credit, and the Williams Treaty, signed with multiple Mississaugas and Chippewa bands. You're listening to Sex Ed with Tim. <laughs> And welcome to another episode of the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. I'm your host, Tim, certified sex educator. I identify as a chaotic homosexual. And hey, baby, let's play Barbie. I'll be Ken and you'll be the box I come in. Uh, wow, I don't know how I feel about that. I, I have the worst <laughs> fucking audience submitting these dumbass pickup lines. God, you're all disgusting. <laughs> That's that's a pickup line. Okay. Yeah, I, I've been asking my my listeners to give me like a pickup line that I can finally use, and they want me to stay single forever. Um, not fun, Jonesy. I'll <laughs> let you know that now. Anyways, uh, let's get right to it. That very funny, handsome voice you hear on the other end of the mic. You've seen him on Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. You've seen him on Gotham. You've probably seen him on Drunk History. He is one of the funniest guys I've discovered as of recently. Uh, He's got all the charm of a third grade English teacher and the smile of a fourth grade math teacher who's dealing drugs. Please welcome to the show, Jonesy. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That was such an incredible intro, (laughs) Tim. Yes, yes, and and believe, and also, I not only sell drugs to the students, but I take them myself because I believe in you can get high on your own supply. After all, that's you good. know it's a tough world we live in. No, for sure, <laughs> that's quality control. You should only be testing your own. It's shit. quality control. Yeah, I have to let him know the quality here that we have going here. I'm, st- you know, I'm still. If I'm, if I haven't died from an overdose, then you know it's okay stuff. Yeah. It hasn't been laced. <laughs> That's the kind of world we live in now. You gotta test your stuff, man. Isn't that wild? I think everyone should have like a drug drug addicted buddy that they can go to yeah. with their stuff. Like, hey, man, will you test this for me? Yeah, bro, I test it, man. Okay, <laughs> just lay it out, bro. Well, there one <laughs> Let's re- hope it don't die. There one remaining tooth. <laughs> and like, yeah, the last fingernail hey, on their this finger. This shit is good, man. <laughs> This shit is good. I only lost one tooth and I didn't die, so I think you can take it. I think you can take it. Just half the dose. Just I say half the dose. <laughs> their last fingernail oh, is what they're using to chop up their supply. Sniff <laughs> <laughs> right off of it. <gasps> That's hilarious. Oh my god. <laughs> it's very dangerous to take hardcore drugs now. When I was a kid, you could just sniff anything and you, you didn't have to worry about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> whatever happened to huffing glue and like not having to worry about the consequences of it? Right? I'm going to have to go back to Huff and Glue because I know that's made by, like, Fisher-Price. Yeah. Come on, Elmer. <laughs> come on, Elmer. Come through. <laughs> Elmer. That's right. Elmer's Glue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, oh, I'm coming up with a new bit right quiet. now by talking to you. <laughs> be very, very oh, that's quiet. That's funny because that's... I got to do... So I, 
I do this show for like uh, the cannabis industry out here in um, Southern California. Uh, twice a month we do this show, and I always run out of material. They've already seen my jokes, oh, yeah. so I keep trying to come up with <laughs> drug material. This, this what I just said could work right here. We, you sh- we should all have a very messed up friend that could be our drug tester. Well, I think it's, <laughs> it's pretty morbid, but like I like it, you know. And if he only loses a tooth but is still alive, you know, you're good to go. Just cut the dose in half. Mm-hmm. Well, you should oh, definitely man. make the trip out here to Toronto, especially check out the gay village where all the druggies hang out. You'll get so much material. I like that. You're going to get like people. This sounds great. Yeah. You're going to get someone that will just like roll down their window and just be like, hey, you guys are gay. And then just that's it. <laughs> like, yeah. that's. Oh, man. See, yeah. I got to get up to Toronto. You know, I got a lot of a lot of fans of my podcaster in, in Canada. And, yeah. Uh, uh, they have the. They have the best sense of humor, man. They really get me. Canadians got a very good sense of humor. And yep. I keep thinking to myself, I need to get up there and do stand-up comedy for sure. And obviously Toronto would be a place for that because I heard yeah. they got a very bustling uh, comedy scene. We literally just had this thing, JFL42. It's like this big arena of um, comedians. And oh, it is like star-studded. I remember there was Anthony Jesselnik. And Issa Rae, uh, John Mulaney was here, uh, Trevor Noah, like big names. And then you also got some local names. Huge too. names. Yeah. So that's amazing. If you've got fans in Toronto, we'd welcome you with open arms and a bunch of singles to trade for your supply. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I like that. I like, and I know my money will go far up there when it comes to yeah. buying my loot and my drugs. Because the, the and my, conversion and rate? And my alcohol. <laughs> I love how your your audience now is like, this guy is so into drugs. I'm really not. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I mean, I think uh, taking some drugs is the proper reaction to what's going on in the world right now. I mean, because it's, it's just like Honestly, absurd. You know if I mean? you don't have an addiction, go get one. Or else, like, I don't know who you are. I'm not talking to you. Um. I mean, at the minimal, like, you know, I, I smoke cannabis every day. And I mean, at so the minimal, I. I think, you know. This is what we all should be doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's uh, It helps you get through. It really, really does. It's legal <laughs> over there in the West Coast, right? It sure is. Oh, and, sweet. Uh, it's legal nationwide yeah. here in Canada. So, like, for every I've Starbucks you I, run I, into, you'll have five dispensaries. I applaud you for that. Mm. I think that's a, that's a wonderful decision for your country. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> That's my kind of place. And, like, if you ever get into an accident, you don't even have to pay for the ambulance ride. Imagine that. See, I can't, that's like a world I'm so unfamiliar with. <laughs> it saddens me that, uh, you know, one ambulance ride is all it takes. I mean, I once, I actually once, without insurance, got an ambulance bill for, I want to say it was 2000 for the, which, by the way, it was it was like a mile and a half. Like, let's Jesus. be real. Like for two thousand dollars, I mean, are you crazy? For for a thousand dollars, I could have hired six strippers to push me there in a wheelchair. I mean, come on now. Six. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like. Oh God, you get. Let's a, be real here. This is no. You get a dozen here in Canada because of your conversion rate. You probably get a dozen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I get a, a a lap dance. You know, every quarter kilometer. Why not? <laughs> yeah. The, you live in a wonderful place. It's it's, it's just unbelievable. And, yeah, and we've as got the some earth pretty warms, sweet stripper bars here. Uh, as it gets hotter and hotter, I'm, I'm gonna more and more consider, uh, you know, defecting to Canada. It's just a little cold for me. Yeah. But I know it's changing, and and I support that too. So pretty soon you're gonna have like 
Florida weather, and I'll be up there. Oh, uh, yeah. That's where I'm going to retire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do it. Because we've got all the booze, all the strippers, all the uh, weed that your heart's content. And you know what? It's unbelievable. Yeah. And a big comedy scene. It's just everything I ever need. Yeah, right? Isn't that like a comedian's utopia? It sounds like it to me. It really does. Yeah, we're, we're absolutely. And also, like, I hope you discover that uh, you bust the myth that Canadians are nice because we're not. We're we're just passive aggressive. <laughs> You're the first person I've heard say that. We're not nice huh, at all. It's fascinating. We're yep. not nice. Uh, so whenever you hear a Canadian say sorry, it's more of like, oh, sorry. <laughs> like I feel I pity you. Yeah. It's that kind of story. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. But with, of course, we have wow, the actual so right. story. It's very passive aggressive. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, you, you'd need to be fluent in French and sarcasm to, to get by here. Mm. Yeah. Okay, got it. I got some sarcasm, and I'll just have to learn a little French. Yeah. Um, I know a couple words, uh, like croissant and douche. That'll get me Those far, are good. Right? Yeah. Or, um, uh, <laughs> those are good. Latte. <laughs> you genuinely was like, those are good. Yeah. That's like, you're like, you, you, you use douche often. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you work in a pharmacy. <laughs> I mean, it's not yeah, wrong. I suppose I could get a job in a bakery or a pharmacy. Those are the only words I know. Why not? <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, or, and you have to oh like really speak like that rapey skunk on the cartoon and then you're good you're fine but yeah the just... rapey skunk i was a fan of that rapey skunk yeah you got a lot of pussy uh, peppy Le Pew. yeah that's it yeah. i was okay with it yeah i was okay with it yeah. i didn't watch that and then go out and just start grabbing women i don't know who they think <laughs> is gonna do that i mean it's so stupid no we need to pull this off the He's, you know, he's trying to romance some people here. Not people. He's trying to romance a cat. Uh, well, what is essentially a cat yeah. by mistake. <laughs> and it's just, it's only hugging and kissing and saying lovely things. Correct. Mm-hmm. That's what he wants to do: hug and kiss and say nice things to you. What and dance? What's what's wrong with that? <laughs> this is rapey to you. What, what is your definition of rape? Uh, someone spouting poetry while trying to hold your hand. I mean, come on now. This I was mean, a very romantic individual that I, I think got a bad rap, and I don't support the removal of Pepe Le Pew. Like I said, I never <laughs> watched Pepe Le Pew and then ran out into my neighborhood and started, you know, squeezing people without their the, you know, the permission consent. Yeah, or consent. Yeah. Like, By that definition, then Romeo from Shakespeare is rapey. And also, yeah, he is. Um. <laughs> great, great example. Great example. Yeah, Sure. You know, and and I've seen some and I've seen some hip hop videos that are a little grabby while we're at it. Okay, yeah. so we want to remove all that too. Y- you know, uh, are we going to remove the Rex and Effects videos? Like, what are we going to do here? <laughs> you know, it's it's really <laughs> come on now. No, it's quite insane, and <laughs> like uh, just like so much shit out there is. I I, I don't know, Jonesy. Like it, it's it's so fucked up, and like. How do people like you and me develop quite well is beyond me, you know? Like, you're not out there committing sexual assault after, like, being exposed to all this shit. No. No. I mean, 
the whole thing it just drives me wild. Yeah, it's insane. As a comedian, it's a constant battle for like, I feel like I'm oftentimes defending uh, freedom of speech, which is essentially freedom of speech at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, why should I have to be defending freedom of speech? This should be something that we all just, it's an inalienable right, as they say, you, you know, mm-hmm. um, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Do you? And a freedom of expression and art of any sort should, should never be censored. I'm, so, I'm actually kind of curious, uh, John. Being that art is totally subjective. I, I'm curious, though. Like, say that again. I'm, I'm a little curious because yep. uh, you're a comedian and you, you've been on the road, right? So uh, as a comedian, have you ever run into any chuckle fuckers? I have. Yeah. Ooh. As a matter of fact, I have. And let me tell you something about these chuckle fuckers. Uh, they're not stable people. <laughs> they're just not. Uh, yeah, I mean, believe me, I would love to say that they're, they're relationship material, but the, at the end of the day, they're, they're not. It's just like the groupies, you know, band groupies. Mm. Same idea. Mm. Same. You, you, you don't, uh, you don't, you don't put a ring on that. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, this is like a, you have to understand it's a good time. It's temporary. It's fleeting. And they're going to be on to Anthony Jezel next cock next week. You know, that you got to like, uh, you got to just deal, deal with that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so I see, I see it for what it is, but I've had, um, you know, I'm not that lucky. I mean, I probably pulled more tails singing karaoke, believe it or not, than I have doing stand-up. Oh. Um, because there's just something about someone that can sing that drives um, women nuts, uh, more so than um, being able to tell jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, you know, it's funny. They say that, oh, that sense of humor is very important, you, you know, and, and, and that it is important. But also, there's other things that they... You, you can't just just be funny, you know, I mean... Uh, you have to be I at least up, uh, a seven, you know. I would say, yeah, I would say <laughs> six and a half or seven. I mean, in California, right? I mean, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, Fluffy's probably married right now, and I mean, he probably could get tail because he, I say tail like I'm Frank Sinatra. He could probably <laughs> get some dames uh, because of he's his because some he's so tricks. wealthy. But like, if he wasn't wealthy. And he was just funny. Like, look at him. Like, who's going to be all over that? It's just not happening. Uh, so it's not as easy as you as you think. I think uh, in, in the comedy world, like I said, and, I, you know, I was in bands before as well. Um, mm. And I, I did much better when I was in bands, singing in bands. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But the com- comedy community, get a little bit a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah you yeah. get a little bit of strange. They, people, I mean, pe- a little bit of strange. You know, there's something um, very uh, impressive about someone who uh, is doing what many consider the scariest thing, you know, mm-hmm. standing in front of strangers and speaking is super scary. Stand up comedy is very scary. So Terrifying. some people look at that and like, oh, my God, this guy is um, mm-hmm. this guy is very brave. This guy gives no, no gives fucks. No fucks. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, here's somebody who's uh, like a superhero on some level. And then, you know. It, it's a big letdown after when you really meet a comedian off stage. I just have to let your listeners know it's, you know, we're we're not uh, together in many many ways. No, we're a not. lot of us are depressed, mm-hmm. and yep. um, a lot of us uh, aren't happy people. Um, yeah. A lot of us have substance abuses, uh, depression, come from broken families. There's a reason why we're up there. I'm a, I'm more normal. Much more normal than the other comics. That's subjective. Uh, you know, I have, 
It is subjective, of course. <laughs> Normal. Yes, of course. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't really have a, uh, I've, I've never had any really strong addictions, um, and I've never, I'm not on antidepressant depressants of any sort. Lucky. Many of my comedy <laughs> peers are on antidepressants. I'm saying, I'm gonna say, right it probably, it's probably eighty-five to ninety percent of the comedians I know are on antidepressants, and I am not. And my, I, I did have a, uh, you know, my, my early childhood was a little fucked up, um, and I come from a very poor family, so there's a little bit of that, but not as bad as some people I know that come from like completely broken families, like really bad stuff. You, you know, um, I, I really haven't had it that bad. So I'm, I'm more normal. I would say I don't have the best credit, of course, but, um, uh, <laughs> and you know, and maybe I, maybe I do, or maybe I don't sell mushrooms on the side to, uh, <laughs> make ends meet. I'm just going to say, maybe I do. <laughs> so, you know, I don't have everything together, but I'm kind of normal. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Like, you know what? It takes a specific kind of person to make a whole bunch of people laugh. And, like, that's so, like, much sure. needed, especially now, because, you know, the world's whole fucked up with, like, a triple pandemic uh, on our hands. Like, that's so bullshit. I'm over it. So, like, it's, yep. it's great. And I'm wondering how, like, when did you know you were funny? Or at least have the capability to, like, make people laugh? You know, I was... I was always making people laugh as a young child in school. Uh, that was always a thing that I I did, and I I even um, you know we had a talent show, and I participated in uh, in like comedy sketches and that sort of thing. I just was always cracking up, and of course, uh, you know, oftentimes people that are funny to their friends and family, it doesn't translate to the stage. That's a different that's a, a different environment. You have to create the context for the jokes as well. Whereas if you're joking around with your friends, there's already a built-in context. Uh, so much harder. And oftentimes they'll say, oh, you're so funny. Around, you're just a funny person. You should try stand-up. Uh, I was one of those people that didn't, didn't really jump right into it. You know, I never considered it at all. I didn't consider it. I thought, I'd be, I thought I would do music. That was something I really loved a lot. And Well, I still do, but I was into it. And then um, a friend of mine went to, he was going to these comedy open mics. And then I, I went with him once and I saw what was going on. And um, if you've never seen a comedy open mic, it's, it's really, it's really low level. Uh, it's yeah. really bad. I mean, <laughs> uh, it'll give anybody, it'll give anybody it'll give anyone, like, yeah, oh, yeah. I could just, I could be better than these yeah, 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 and that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, this, this is what everyone's doing. These these people don't know what they're doing. You know, <laughs> like I could be better than this. You know, so and of course, it, you know, it's harder than I thought. You know, like I, it, I, I eventually went with my buddy and tried it, and and it didn't go that well. It, it didn't go as well as I thought it would. You know, but um, I thought, you know, I'm a smart guy, so uh, and I'm not afraid of anything. Really, you know, I'm pretty fearless, and especially on the microphone. I was already on stage before. I was already, I already knew how to be on stage. So um, it just seemed like a natural thing for me to then kind of try more of, you know. And then, and then I just got, uh, I got sort of the comedy bug on some level. I'm like, ooh, I'm like, I really want to make this work. Like, I know I can do this, and let me just, you know. Then you get a little bit of laughter, and then that sort of feeds you to keep going, and then. 
Um, it's like, can I get laughs for a whole five minutes? Like, can I do that? Well, what about then? What about 10? Then 20? Then can I do an hour? And then you just you just go on and on and then you get deep in with your material. You know, your, your material gets more complex as you get into it. If, if you if you want it to, you know, mine certainly has. And, you know, I went from telling dick jokes in the beginning because, I was, great. you know, 21 years old, 22 yeah. years old. That's. <laughs> And then like, and, but now I'm, now I talk about big picture stuff, uh, bigger picture stuff, because some of them, my stuff's very philosophical and major commentaries on the culture, this kind of, so I go there with it. And, um, and, and I challenge myself more on stage. I try to, I try to talk about subjects, uh, or things that are a little uncomfortable, things you normally wouldn't laugh at. Like if, uh, now I'm like, I challenge myself, can I make people laugh at things that normally they would not laugh at, you know? So now I'm just evolving. And and it, and it's for myself, really, because um, some of the stuff that I'm doing doesn't get laughs, and I, and and I, although uh, you know, while I'm doing it, maybe we're the, we're not enjoying it. I I just sort of I want to push myself if I'm convinced that I can make something work. I'll just keep at it, and uh, and that forces me to grow. It, it forces me to uh, elevate my artistry. Mm -hmm. uh, Your comedy, and, and that's what keeps is me going. Because I very highbrow. I mean, I. I can <laughs> with the dollars. I try to be that way. I try. I would. I would categorize my. I would categorize my material now as a little smarter. A little smarter, and and I and I notice that because sometimes I'll do. I'll go up in front of crowds, and they're a little. Um, they're. Uh, I'm not. I don't want to say dumb. They're just. Um, they're not as. They're not as uh, worldly, or they're not as open. In tune with they, the zeitgeist. They're accustomed yeah, yeah. to. Yeah, and 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 maybe they just they don't even care about that anyways. They just want a simple they want simple jokes about sex and drugs and they just want to go out because they worked hard all week and they just want to laugh and they just they don't care if you pull a dildo out and put it on your head. <laughs> they just that's funny to them. Yay, they laugh. They just want a a a simple easy laugh. They don't want to think too much. And and so I I notice those crowds um I I don't go over always as well. But then in those instances, oftentimes I'll just revert into some of my older material, which the, they, you know, simple jokes about dating, karaoke, whatever. There's stuff they're just like, uh, you know, sex jokes. Yeah, they, they stuff that I know that they'll they'll like. I don't enjoy telling those uh, bits, and obviously I've I've removed them from my act predominantly, but I'll, I'll do that to satisfy them. If it's a paid show, you know, I'll do it. I'll do that. But yeah, I've gone into another place with it. And uh, I, I like it because it makes it, st it. I need to. I need to constantly evolve to make it fascinating for me. Mm. Like it has to be. I, I see comics often do the same act every show, and I, I just that's not me. I, I get too bored or something. Yeah. Um, that I got. I gotta keep trying things for me for myself. I like thrills, and if you know what's gonna happen when you go on stage every time, I mean, you kind of lose that thrill. I, I think like mm. anything in life, you know. You're fucking the same person every night. I mean, eventually it loses the thrill, right? You're like, the how do we mix this yeah, up? Yeah, hey, yeah. why don't you why why don't you wear this big bird mask? Okay, <laughs> now we're now that's hot. You know, like that's different. I'm more of a Teletubby uh, kind of guy. And, and, you know? and as an artist, <laughs> you're more of a Teletubby. I'm more mm. of a Power Rangers guy. <laughs> okay, classy. There's a, There's yeah, a, yeah. A little more yeah, educated I like to, mind I like behind it. Rip a little hole in the. <laughs> I like to rip a little hole in the onesie. And then you go to town. <laughs> now, now keep the helmet on. I don't want to see your face. <laughs> and then the guy, yeah, yeah, he yeah. always so needs I, to say, Tubby, you know, come. Say <laughs> <laughs> Tubby, orgasm. 
That's right. <laughs> Tubby call me daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no. Well, at least you, your audience will enjoy some of these uh some of these uh you've unlocked what a do new call kink. them segues here. Yeah, you've unlocked a new kink, Josie. Yeah, I think I have. <laughs> oh my god. I'm a Power Rangers bottom. <laughs> there you go. That's great. You've discovered something about yourself on my show. Yeah, I think we, How about that? We just came up with something here. Look at that. People could start using Ooh. that. Get ready for next Halloween, guys. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, that's probably not even I, the I weirdest just, thing, I, to be honest. <laughs> no, it's probably not. I, I was doing Halloween jokes, but now I have to stop because Halloween's over. But one of the jokes was, um, uh, I love Halloween. It's the only night of the year that you have a chance to fuck a She-Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're forgetting Comic-Con. <laughs> oh, my bad. Mm. Comic-Con, you're right. Yeah. Those happen like all the time, too. Like oh, Once yeah. a month, you could find one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, over here yeah, in Toronto, could, yeah, you could, we have something you called get, Fan Expo, and... All the nerds just come in with their costumes and shit. And then somebody planned an after party where it's like, uh, you're only welcome to join the orgy if you're in costume. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Jeez. Wow. That's fascinating. Man, I kind of envy those those people. They like they really let loose, right? Because they don't give a fuck. They, they really it means so much to them. You can tell they're having they're having the best time. Like they spend all year like building their costume, and mm. some of them make it by hand, and they spend a lot of money on these things, and they're legit. Yeah. Wow. And they don't give. It's a like Burning Man anymore. to them in yeah. a way, right? They don't give a shit about what anyone thinks, so yeah, they're just gonna go to town at this after party orgy. Yeah, you know, and I've been to one because a buddy of mine had a comic book come out, and so it was called The Samurai Cowboy. It was a pretty weird comic book about, uh, can you guess? A, a Samurai, Samurai Cowboy. cowboy. So, so, wow, so groundbreaking. That was, that was my only time at groundbreaking, right? He had a sword and a gun, guys. The, uh, the <laughs> That was the only Comic-Con I've ever been to, and I really was blown away. And not only because of the costumes, but everybody knew who everybody was. Like, I didn't recognize a lot of these characters, but they all knew, oh, you're this, you're this from that. Oh, and, and like it, they, they just really have a community mm. of like that, uh, that it's, it's all love, man. It's all love and appreciation. And I, I was like, really, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And it's so sexy. Uh, I'm kind of jealous, but you know, like it's, oh my God. Geez. Yeah. There was some of that. It, I had to be careful though, because some of these, you know, here I am like checking her out and it's like, bro, that's a 15 year old Asian girl. Oh my bad. No, uh, bye. No, uh, pass. But look, look, Next. She's, she's dressed like, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean, I didn't know I had to, I mean, I looked because of the way she was dressed, but I didn't realize it's like my bad. Yeah. You forget uh, that some of yeah, it gets a little nuts, yeah, right? You forget that some of them are like uh, the teenagers because you'd think that like very young. I know. I was like, I was not. I was unaware. I was unaware. Yeah. But hey, at like, least you have the wherewithal bro, like, to be but like. The costumes are, are so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you have the wherewithal to be like. Are you old yeah, enough? Excuse me. Are you of age? Okay. Now, right. <laughs> now I'll look. I'll look at you more than two seconds <laughs> because you were you were of age. Uh, uh, I feel bad looking at you at all now that I know your real age. This is terrible. I can't help but think that like this probably isn't the weirdest thing you've heard because you're the host of Weird AF News, which is an amazing podcast, by the way. It's so funny the shit that you find, and it like blows my mind. So like. This being like a sex ed podcast, I'm wondering if you've probably heard some crazy sex stories on your show, especially because you have a segment called Fri- Florida Friday, is it? Uh, 
and shit goes down in Florida. Yeah, I do Florida Florida Fridays and uh, what's Florida man up to so now? Five days a week. <laughs> five days a week I do this podcast. Your listeners need to understand that. Yeah. So it's Monday through Friday. I do weird news daily. It's the only daily weird news podcast. But on Friday I only do weird news from Florida. And as you can imagine, it's it is out of control what goes on in Florida, <laughs> um, especially in the in the nakedness department. Everybody's just naked in public, uh, you know, in naked people going into Chick Fil A and like, you know, humping the floor. Like this kind of stuff it's is hot. happening all the time in Florida. There was a woman and who she you know, was uh, masturbating with a dildo in the middle of Walmart. I don't even mm. know if she brought it in there. I assume Walmart doesn't sell them, so she brought it in there. It was in the, like, um, a Florida teacher, section. Florida teacher twerking on a student. Florida teacher twerking on a student at prom oh my like, God. a couple of months ago or whatever it was. Like, this stuff is crazy. So crazy. Insane. Uh, I did a story where a Florida man whipped out his penis and then beat a lady with a dead pigeon. <laughs> did it all in one instance. Like, I couldn't believe it was a title of a story. I read the title. I'm reading the title. Florida man whips it out, whips out his wang and beats a woman with a dead pigeon. Like, how is that even a, an activity in the world? Like, how does that even happen? <sighs> it, it's Florida, man. Of course. Oh, Florida, man. You never People feel disappointed. Oh, I mean, God. it's it's absolutely crazy yeah. in florida and um i mean uh, i'm trying to run through some old florida stories here yeah. um we just got general weird sex news anyways like you do uh in september uh did you see the story in september where uh like a tractor trailer truck full of dildos crashed on the highway so they what? were there were dildos all over the road <laughs> it was a huge story yeah and all the and and they released the audio of the guy the guy doing driving the helicopter like the <laughs> the news guy doing the helicopter yeah. it was like yeah we got a or a tra it's like a traffic control helicopter there's a lot of ob <laughs> yeah there's a uh, there's a lot of objects on the uh, on the highway oh, and then geez. someone's like well can you tell us what the objects are bill and I'm like well uh, they look uh, they look kind of fat <laughs> they look phallic uh, a lot of uh, they, uh, Phallic, Jim, could you could you elaborate? Uh, I really can't <laughs> elaborate on this. Uh, there's a bunch of dildos on the highway, Barry. All right, let's say that. <laughs> like, oh, the really funny story, though, right? I mean, oh, just imagine having really, to explain really funny. to your boss why you're late because a whole bunch of fucking dildos, Can you, floppy cocks, just like we're on the I-95, like all oh over the God. road. Oh, Jesus. You know, another thing I come across doing this um, weird podcast is like ob objectophilia. Oh, yeah. Of this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of people are marrying objects. Yep. Uh, like a, a woman marrying a, the Tetris video game. Mm. Uh a, a woman marrying a plane, a, a woman marrying a bridge. Oftentimes it's women. I don't understand. I don't know why that is. There was one thing I saw on TLC uh, where a guy married his car. Oh, a guy married a car. Okay. Mm. Got it. Got it. Mm. I know in, in, uh, in Japan, uh, men have been known to marry their sex dolls. Yeah. Like, a, like on a, 
many occasions that's yeah. been going and they're on. not even those rubber oh. fuck dolls with like the open mouth they are realistic they have they look totally yeah. real yeah i've seen the pictures because i've covered a couple of those stories they look they look legitimate um, terrifying they they really do uh i mean we're, we're headed for a a, a world of sex robots that are going to be pretty oh, lifelike at sake. some point i mean i don't know like sex workers have it hard enough as it is. when that happens <laughs> now we need robots taking over right, our job poor sex workers at that point <laughs> at that point i'm like god fucking damn it uh, 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 i mean i mean you know what yeah yeah that i, I could, still would pr- that could work because like if you're a stripper and you're a, a robot you don't have to like carry singles anymore especially here in canada because our lowest denominator is a five so we can put in our like one dollar coin and oh you got that yeah you got that one dollar coin <laughs> scam going on <laughs> you guys with the coin yeah, so we can't just throw singles at that. our strippers you know <laughs> the, min- the minimum it's a is a dangerous five. game to be a stripper you gotta wear you gotta dress up like a hockey goalie yeah. <laughs> which kind of destroys the purpose and if you see oh. like a dollar coming that your way you need to catch it with your open vagina um <laughs> Oh yeah, party trick. You know the other thing, the other thing that goes on in, in the world is um, that I cover quite a bit of is um, and is uh, romance scams. Are, oh are yeah, mm. and I, I recently covered an outrageous romance scam where this poor woman in either China or Japan, the scammer convinced her that he was an astronaut at the oh. space station, right. And they were communicating over a few months, and he kept convincing her to send him money um, to save up for his his flight from the space station to her. He was like, we need to, he was like, as astronauts, we have to pay for our own flight home. And she sent him like thirty to $40,000 <laughs> over the span of, it was like five payments. And the, until she finally caught on, I don't know how, if someone just clued her in on what was going on, but she was already out all this money. Um, I mean, imagine this kind of scam. That's I'm an astronaut sad. and I'd love to come and see you. Like, it, it, she was an older woman. She was like 65, not that old, but I mean, people are so lonely, Tim. It's like we're in a state where the world is crazy. And then on top of it, people have been isolated and they're so lonely that they could be. They could, they're targets for this kind of romance scam. It, it, it concerns me very much, and I feel very horrible for people, especially we got a very large elderly population right now um, in the world. And so, like, there's their targets are these naive elderly people. Maybe they even have dementia and stuff, and they're just being yeah. targets of romance scams. Uh, back when I was an escort, majority of my clients were older guys. So And, like, they didn't even want sex. They just wanted, like intimacy they wanted to cuddle they wanted to talk they wanted to date and i'm like this is so sad. this see. is pre-pandemic as well this is way before when i was like 19 to 23 they just wanted someone to have to hold i'm like that's so sad you're so lonely but oh, you're man. so wealthy like, there are professional cuddlers too so i there mean are. there is a yeah. market for this sort of thing yeah. you, you know if you never make Crazy. it as a comedian you could make it as a cuddler yeah, I would have to. I would have to. I'd have to make. I'd have to have a cleaner diet because I'd imagine <laughs> my. I gotta smell really good, you know. I really. 
I want to be a professional hey, cutler. Jonesy, in your in your defense, Jonesy, there was that clip that I saw where you were like working out and you were shirtless, and I was like, wow, he's like really in shape. Uh, oh, yeah, that was like three years. That was that was a pre-pandemic shoot. Yeah, I've, I've, my body yeah. isn't quite there yet anymore. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I was I was ripping a bong and doing and doing uh, crunches. Uh, crunches. Uh, that was for a a movie that I we shot in Palm Springs. That was a fun yeah. project. I got to shoot a shoot a gun and I got <laughs> taken as a hostage and I got to break out of handcuffs and get out of a trunk and I got put into oh, a dungeon sexy. and uh, beat up and I was bloody. Oh, it was so cool. I love stuff this, like that. It's so fun to play make believe. Is this a movie or a porno? <laughs> it's a <laughs> it sounds like a porno, right? Like, yeah. yeah. It's it, yeah, it's an independent movie called Nowheresville and uh, we got into a few festivals and we had a we had a a, a, a movie premiere out in Palm Springs which was really fun. Uh, so I got to oh, go yes. out there. It was the only movie premiere that i ever went to that i was actually in really cool oh uh, yeah it was a lot of fun I, I really enjoy acting it's great it's nice to pretend to be somebody that's not me you know for a little yeah. while it's that, nice to get that, out of my skin that clip of you, know? you as an elvis impersonator that was like oh, yeah pretty. you saw that too yeah that was a great gig man yeah. oh man when i saw this 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 role to audition i really tried really hard to get it man i and I had to do all kinds of things. I had to, um, I had to uh, do an Elvis impersonation, like talk like him, in addition to talking like myself in the piece. You know, I played an Elvis impersonator, but I had to learn how to talk just like him, and and I had to sing his songs. So I had to learn his songs and try and sing like Hound him dog. too, and do yeah, dance yeah. moves like him, which I I didn't quite get the dance moves down as well as I should have. I needed more time with that, but I got the voice down and I I got the performance and I sang like him Should for the most part. Can we get a little part. bit of Elvis and right they now? Put on they had a. They put on the. Let me tell you something. They. Uh, <laughs> I had such a. Oh man, I tell you. Uh, the, you should have seen these pants, man. Oh yeah, these pants that they had me in. Uh, these pants. Yeah. I mean, have you ever had your? Uh, you ever? Uh, I, I. I never had the opportunity to do a glittery twerk before, man. I did it. Oh my god. These. This outfit. They. They went and spent. They rented this Elvis costume. It was like four hundred dollars to rent this Elvis costume. It was so authentic. Like it was outstanding. It was like, oh, when I saw it, I just lost it. You know, I'm not an Elvis fan by any means. Like I'm not a big Elvis guy, but I just, it was so authentic that I was very happy to be a part of that, you know, and then, and, and to do that. And I got to do so much. I got to blow my brains out and I got to, I was crying on camera. <laughs> I got to do all of this stuff and I got to drive this really cool convertible. Oh my God. Oh man! Sometimes, once in a while, you get this acting gig that gives you so much to do, and I just go crazy for that stuff, you know, I'm crazy yeah. for it. And you run on like this actor's high kind of thing, where you're like, "Oh man, I want to do oh, more." Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, yes, without so... a doubt. Um, that was a short film, and they um they were trying to um they they shot a short, and they're trying to uh they were trying to shop the short film to get money to make the full length feature version of that short film. And, um, you know, I haven't heard from them in, uh, in a year and a half. So I, 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 I don't know if it's happening and, and I don't even know if they would cast me as the final Elvis, usually in those sorts of instances for the lead, they would cast a more known actor, but I was happy to do the short version and, and it, it allowed me to, um, you know, I like to play make believe. So that was freaking awesome. 
Yeah, really no, that's love great. That. I'm so I'm like so glad, and I hope to see you in more like big picture kind of stuff because you're really funny and like you you've got like a knack for making people laugh. It, it's just like it's really refreshing, you know. <laughs> it's, oh, thank you so yeah. much. I appreciate yeah, you've got that. A fan yeah, in I'm me, doing Jonesy. the best I can. Yeah. Oh man, um, I, I love that. I I absolutely <laughs> love that. So I'm that's so why you got to come here to really. Toronto. You, you got to come here to Toronto. I, yeah, I got to get up to Toronto for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, just one second. I wanted to go back on the topic of like weird sex stuff because that's like the kind of stuff that you report or at least one of the th- things that you report. I want to get your take on this headline because I ran into it today and my jaw just dropped. The headline reads, man dies after 12-hour Viagra-fueled orgy. Um <laughs> Oh, jeez. Yes. Uh, okay, this is an older yeah. story because I covered yeah. this. Yeah. Oh, so you have you you've heard this before. A Russian man died after guzzling a bottle of Viagra to keep him going for 12 hours with two female pals. Uh the women had bet mechanic yep. Sergey Tuganov $4300 that he wouldn't be able to follow through with a half-day sex marathon. The guy was 28 years old. Holy shit. Yeah, that's that really surprised me because uh, he yeah. was so young. You know, I, I when I when you read that headline, you go, you just assume, oh, this guy was like uh, in his sixties or something like that, right? But you no, would think. it's like, yeah, yeah, you would think. Um, this, it's like, I don't know how much he took. Uh, like, I don't know bottle. how you take so much Viagra that, that there's no need. I mean, I, I've taken <laughs> Viagra recreationally many times. You don't need that. I mean, you could do. Three five pills one. will yeah. get you through that. Yeah, you can do five with, even one. one pill will, will go yeah. with one. Like I don't even, you know, when I when I when I do mess with it, I don't even have to take a full one because you know everything works down there anyways. It's just an enhancer, so I could take half of it and I'm good for it. I'll wake up and be like, I oh boy, still puffy. <laughs> uh, it's like, uh, so like this guy to me is foolish. You know, he didn't do his research. You just don't need this much. You know, you could take a pot, you could pop just a couple pills. You could go all day and all night with it. It's just very sad. <laughs> it didn't have to happen. You know, it, it really, really didn't. And for those of you who are listening, who are like, oh, I, I'm interested in uh, dabbling in um, one of these particular talk drugs for recreational purposes. <laughs> if I don't even, you don't even have to talk to your doctor. And by the way, I get my Viagra from your country. Thank you very much. The, uh, oh, you're welcome. <laughs> the, yeah, very cheap. It's amazing. So, but so I'm just for your listeners. You, if you already can work, if you already work, if it already works, just take a piece of it. That's all you're gonna need. Watch. Like cut it, it up. And in you're half. not gonna be putting okay. you. Cut it in half. You're not putting yourself in any danger whatsoever with that. With 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 that. If you take a small piece of it, you know, and from my experience and and my opinion. Um, now you got to find out which one is good for you because you know Cialis and Viagra they have different uh, effects. Uh, yeah. Uh, what are those effects, Jonesy? You have the experience. Yeah, I've tried both. Uh, the Cialis for me makes my face very red, and it gives me a headache. Ooh, so uh, to me, it's it doesn't really. I get so my face gets so red. It's really bizarre. And then, and I have a headache. So I don't know if it's what it's doing, but uh, you know, I I I don't I, I don't I won't take that one anymore. I won't take that one. Mm. I'll, if I dabble in it, I'll do the the blue pill and only a small piece of it, and uh, I don't get that headache. <laughs> the blue pill. You sound uh, like the Matrix. So, but we're all 
but we're all different, you know, so see what works f- works for you. But uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've, I've had a lot of fun with these substances. I like to eat mushrooms, half a Viagra, smoke a blunt, have a wow. have a, a, a whiskey in front of me. Wow. That's now like we're talking. This is time. a good time all night with me. Yeah, we should yeah, get you some ayahuasca kind of to top like it off. To have. <laughs> oh man, see, I've done ayahuasca, and I don't think I could have sex on that drug. I mean, that one no. just puts me in a reality where I'm not even. I'm yeah, like, this, this is stars. a reality. I don't even know what this reality is. Yeah, I mean, you can, if, like, I guess taste if, you, if you wanted to fuck a jaguar. <laughs> yeah. You, you you could yeah. you could have the balls for that. I mean, someone was having sex like in Africa, and this like lion just pounced right onto this cupful because they were fucking inside a bush and then i guess the lion thought that they were food yeah well technically they are food i suppose i mean (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) yeah when you're in the jungle you're kind of when you're in your and when you're in the jungle you're kind of like on their buffet in a way right The tiger's like, oh, what's down there at the end of the buffet? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Naked people. I mean, I love naked people on a stick. If she's already on top of your dick, you're halfway to being a kebab. Yeah, you're halfway to being a kebab. Correct. Yeah. I agree. Well, I can't believe how. I can't believe how much I'm sharing on your podcast here, too. Wow, man, this is crazy. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? A lot of my guests, they just dump their purses out on my show, and it's like, Hey, they sure I do, guess I'll I bet, right? This is normal. Yeah, this is normal for me. I guess it's like my kind face and there's the fact that there's so much porn behind me that they're like, oh, I guess I can take <laughs> anything I want. I'm like, sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, You create a very safe environment for this. <laughs> yeah, no, you people a, you just... Create a very, um, you create a very safe environment for comedians to come on and then get canceled. I love it. <laughs> trust me i've been canceled more than i have drawn breath so i'm not even worried yeah you know we're not that famous we don't have to worry about that no it's okay i don't have to worry about the fbi if we ever get that famous it's like a good problem to have oh really you're gonna come at me for dirty talk oh boy i'll take the 50 million thank you (laughs) <laughs> Let me just wipe my tears away with all these hundred dollar bills. Oh, no. Oh, I know. Sitting in my townhouse. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Yes. Hey, you sick motherfuckers. I've got a special treat for you. Need a new toy to spice up your sex life? Head over to loveshop.ca slash sexedmonton and get yourself a cock ring, a dildo, a vibrator, or even... A life-sized sex doll? (laughs) Damn, I guess love really does come in all shapes and sizes. Get 15% off your entire order when you use code SEXEDWITHTIM at checkout. They're shipping to all of Canada and the United States because North America is horny. That's loveshop.ca slash sexedwithtim and use code SEXEDWITHTIM for 15% off your entire purchase. Happy orgasm! Do you like feeling sexy and looking sexy? Of course you do. Only my listeners are sexy as fuck. 
I have partnered with fetishwear designer Dale Kuda to bring you the hottest deals on custom jock straps, harnesses, hats, and more. Head over to dalekuda.com, that's D-A-L-E-K-U-D-A.com, and use code SEXEDWITHTIM at checkout for 25% off the entire store. Yeah, you heard me, 25% off. And cherry on top, free shipping, oh my god. (laughs) I have a few of the stuff that he has made for me, and... Girl, I'm wearing it right now. I'm wearing like a little jock strap so that I could easily just like slip a little butt plug or dildo every now and then here and there. And I'm on the train. I'm just like, uh, 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 thank you, Dale. <laughs> That's dalecuda.com with the code SEXEDWITHTIM for 25% off your entire purchase with free shipping. With a deal like that, I swear I could come buckets, honey. <laughs> The show is about to begin. Yes. Just before we wrap things up, because we've had such an amazing conversation. This is so fucking funny. Um, it's very fun. We're going to have to do a part two sometime in the future. Hell yeah, we are. Uh, are you okay to like play one quick game with me? I just want to get your funny bone games. rolling. Yeah. So yeah. this game is called Red Flags. And uh, what this is, is like, you're gonna now that we're friends, you're gonna set me up on a date, a blind date, but like I'm gonna tell you what their qualities are, and you have to be like, no, just go on a date, Tim. This is like they're, they're fine. I want you to sell me this date. You ready? The, uh, these are all qualities of one person. Yes, exactly. Okay, I'm not picking from three different people. No, okay, I'm just it. drawing from the deck here. So you're gonna have to sell me this date. Okay. So. You're I, setting I gotta, me up. I gotta defend them. Yeah, exactly. So um, you're setting me up All with right. a porn star who's also a hot barista, but uh, oh, they're a men's rights activist. Okay. <laughs> they're a what? A men's rights activist. A, a men. Men's rights activist. So they're wow. sexist. They're basically sexist. <laughs> wow. All right. uh, you usually don't find all the, the you usually don't find a barista who's also a oh, porn star and <laughs> a sexist. Activist. <laughs> I've met a lot of baristas who are feminists for sure who want to take nah. down the patriarchy. No, this one's uh, a fucking sexist. So tell me why I should go on this date, Jonesy. <laughs> People can change. <laughs> People can change, right? You know, this person is suffering from a sick ideology, but it's not over for them. You know, there are ways that you can, um, it's called converting, right? It's what the Scientologists do. They convert. Uh, So it's quite possible that you could convert this person. Um, and, and, And... what better person to do it than a gay man? Really? Like, let's be real here. If anybody can get this this guy straight, like, thinking in, in the head, it's you, Tim. It's you. Can I just say you know, the, the pause? I mean, because what, you, what you're describing, really, you're, you're describing, like, a, a proud boy who's a barista slash porn star, right? I mean, this is what we're talking yeah. about here, right? This is a proud yeah. boy. Uh <laughs> 
this is like a, this is an anti-abortion. It, it is kind of the person who hates women it's funny for that some a porn reason. Star, it's funny that you would meet a porn star who's also anti-abortion. That doesn't make any yeah. sense. But this person Listen, seems to be. God, this is so funny. I just drew three random cards from the deck, so um, <laughs> it's so funny. The, it would have been easier if you're like, these are three people. Here are their qualities, and I'll nope. pick the guy. Pick the guy. They're all like, oh, one yeah. guy. They're all I'm one like, guy. Go barista, man. Go barista. <laughs> you want to wake up to a, like a, a delicious, <sighs> uh, I don't know, a flat white or a <laughs> or a. Wow, that was a, that didn't come a out flat right. Flat white. You wake up to a flat white. No, you want to you want to wake up to a, <laughs> <laughs> a venti caramel macchiato. You want to wake up to a tall white. <laughs> I want to, could I have a tall, could I have a tall white, please? Oh uh, or God. any color, really. I'll go for an any Americano. color. An uh, <laughs> Americano. Tall oh Americano. Oh. <laughs> you ever heard of a double espresso? It's two Italian boys. <laughs> <laughs> Stacked on top of each other? <laughs> yeah, cappuccino that's with a lot of foam on top that's what i like oh my god <laughs> hey, hey that's a fun uh, game I, I do dig that game where, where, do you, where do you get those cards is that like a, called, for a party game yeah it's called red flags so if you ever like get into a board game store or something look for it it's, oh, it's red so flags, funny. and so you sit with the, you sit with your friends, and you guys like you you pick the card, and then you you say, "Would I go out with this person?" Or how do, like how does that, is that you, how it works? You basically have basically? it's it's like um, cards against humanity, where it's like you kind of make the funniest oh, date, like, okay, got and you it. sell how shitty your date is, and then if you're able to convince the single person that you this is worth <laughs> going out on, then you get the point, and then yeah. It's, that's amazing that's, yeah. that, that that actually makes it way funnier and it's more challenging so I, love funny. That. I love um, those kinds of card games i i got a card where the red flag is like um he's tied to a bomb <laughs> so uh, <laughs> how do i sell this <laughs> oh, man i mean it's just like it's like well we could have a nice last meal together yeah maybe. Right? i don't know how you sell that yeah. that's I, I, that's hard so, that's, i mean some of those are impossible sells i exactly. guess so here, here, how, the only way to yeah. sell that is is the is like you really got to go hard on reincarnation you know what i mean <laughs> actually how right? i sold it was uh the card doesn't say how much time is on the bomb so you could have like five years five minutes but it's gonna be an amazing short time together hey that's a good that's a really good angle i didn't think of that angle exactly say what time wow you got to get really creative with exactly yeah stuff so like for example this other card here i'm just gonna draw it at random it says calls you a four to your face um How do you oh, sell man. that? Uh, <laughs> they're a 10. If they're a 10, I guess, you know, I mean, I... I yeah, because the uh, green flags are like, they're know. the funniest person in the world, and he's also a great conversationalist, but he calls you a four to your face. Like, how do you sell that? Um, <laughs> what a fun uh, party game. I'm, I'm into that. I, mean, yeah. I need to pick that up. Red flags. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> Uh, all right, Jonesy, um, before we wrap up anything here, and I don't wrap up anything. Um, <laughs> um, do, you, do you have anything to plug for my audience? 
Well, yeah, I mean, if if they like some of those weird sex and romance love stories that I was we were talking about earlier, then they uh, I, those come up a lot on the podcast. These weird these weird sex things, especially on Florida Fridays, where there's just a lot of um, strange people in Florida. So a lot of weird sexual stories come out of Florida. So weird AF news would be something to check out. Uh, there's a lot of weird stuff in there. Uh, and it's, uh, I try to make it as funny as possible by, um, you know, reading the story, but giving my take on it and trying to add jokes to it, you know, doing impressions where I need to and just trying to embellish them and make them more in, as, as entertaining as possible. Cause I want to educate, but also entertain and get laughs if possible. So it's, it's funny, weird news, weird news delivered by a comedian. So, uh, five days a week, you can find Weird AF News on any podcast player and YouTube. As uh, That's where they can find my, my show. And then I'm on Instagram at Funny Jones. Just Funny Jones, one word. Perfect. Very easy. You're like the that's poor man's daily show, you know? <laughs> I'm the po- exactly. The poor man's daily show. It's just one guy in a closet, too. I mean, <laughs> this is all I'm doing. I, I record in a closet, man. It, it, I tell everybody, I'm... I'm you, you see pictures of the closet if you go on my Instagram. Yeah. I'm, I'm closeted <laughs> with the show. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing uh, your journey of coming out of the closet and onto my show. Uh, so <laughs> that's amazing. Do you have any thank like for- any shows coming up, Jonesy? Like any uh, sets that you've got on the road? Every other Wednesday, I do a a, a cannabis show down near Long Beach that uh, is free if anyone wants to to attend that if they're in SoCal. You can also live stream, the, the show is live stream, so you can actually watch it every other Wednesday at 8.30 Pacific time. And you can find that information on my on my Instagram as well. So you could actually see my stand-up and not even have to be in the room. If you, um, <laughs> but uh, uh, most of my shows are in the LA, Hollywood area, so if, if any of your listeners are there, just look at my Instagram. I post everything on there where I'm going to be. And, uh, and if you come to a show, just come up to me after and say what's up or before the show. I'd love to meet people that are coming to support uh, live comedy and and who might be a fan of me i'm like i'm a fan of you you know what I mean? I'm, I'm grateful. <laughs> yeah i know a lot of my listeners are uh in the states and they're coincidentally in the west coast so uh if you like what you heard people and if you enjoy jonesy's uh comedy and like my gay ass ramblings don't forget to hit that like, subscribe, whatever five star button. Really helps the show. And because uh, if you don't, you're a homophobe. I don't make the rules. I'm sorry. Uh, so <laughs> uh, don't forget to follow me at Sex Ed with Tim on Twitter and Instagram. And thanks again for listening to another episode of the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. And I will see you all at the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. Sex Ed with Tim is created and produced by me, Tim Lagman. Music is Aces High by Kevin McLeod. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at GaySlutClown and at Sex Ed with Tim. You can also like and follow me on the Sex Ed with Tim Facebook page. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for all your support, you dirty little slut. Mwah!